0: Hi, this is Joseph with Sci Fi Graveyard, hosted by The Heart of Geek. Before we get started with tonight's episode, I know things are still crazy right now. I know a lot of people are still suffering with anxiety and depression. I am one of those people. And I just want you to know that there are people who care about you, there are people that love you, whether it be a suicide prevention hotline or your best friend or your family member. Please reach out to someone and talk to them. Know these three things you are not crazy, you are not alone and secrets do make you sicker. So please reach out and talk to someone. Again, please. uh, We we do care about you, and we want to make sure that everyone's safe and happy and healthy moving forward. Thank you. Hi, this is Joseph, the host and creator of Sci-Fi Graveyard, as hosted by The Heart of Geek. Is there a topic that you love to talk about? Would you love to share that topic with millions of ...listeners around the globe? If so, then you're almost there to starting your own podcast. The only thing you need is Anchor.fm. With Anchor.fm, you can record, edit, and publish your own podcast to the Anchor site and to popular podcasting sites around the world. So what are you waiting for? If you'd like to get started, all you need to do is head to the Play Store on Android or the App Store if you have an iPhone, start the download, and get recording today. Thank you for listening to Sci-Fi Graveyard, and on to the podcast. The sunlight is fading, and after thousands of years, darkness will rise. How will you face the setting of your suns, and how will you face the coming apocalypse when night falls? Hello, everyone, and welcome to Sci-Fi Graveyard. Joseph here with Jeremy and Josh. And we're going to discuss the 1988 film Nightfall, which was released in theaters in April of that year. The movie stars David Birney, Sarah Douglas, who you might know as Ursa from Superman 2, Alexis Kenar and Andra Million. And I'm probably mispronouncing those names. Uh, the movie Nightfall is... Super loosely, 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 loosely based on a story of the same name by Isaac Asimov, who is one of the fathers of robotics due to his three laws from his stories. He's also the famous prolific science fiction writer. This which this the original story helped establish his reputation when it was published in 1941. Uh, the basic plot of the story, according to encyclopedia.com is Nightfall is a story about a planet that does not experience nightfall except once in every 2049 years. With six suns, Lagash otherwise exists in a perpetual sunlight. In the course of describing the last four hours before darkness covers all, Asimov explains how a a rare eclipse, can't read my own typing apparently, uh, how a rare eclipse is able to blot out all the light and why the event always results in universal chaos. This feat he achieves by placing the story in the observatory of the scientists who are able to predict the coming phenomenon. Aton, 77, that's his name, uh, not his name plus age, however he is an older gentleman, of the Sorrow University and chief astronomer is preparing to try to record the eclipse and whatever follows so that there will be a scientific evidence to explain what has happened. Uh, this is actually, this the story itself, uh, the original Nightfall, is considered the greatest science fiction story ever written. And um, this became a movie due to Julia Corman, who is the wife of, yes, that Roger Corman. And she became aware of the short story in 1979 when she read it. Isaac Asimov was offered a chance to adapt the, the story himself, but he turned it down. After passing on it, initially the director, Paul Mayersberg offered to write the script if he could direct. And he, at first he passed on it, but then he came back around um, and asked if he could direct it. And then after seeing his directorial debut, 1986 Captive, Roger Corman agreed. Um, some diff- a couple of differences between the book and the, the movie. The cultists in the book were not blinded, as in the movie. Also, the cultists are referred to as believers. And um, basically, all the characters, except for pretty much two, are made up for this story. Uh, One of them being Sarah Douglas's Roa character was created for the movie and does not appear in the original. (laughs) The only original characters are both Aton, the astronomer, and in the movie, he's considered the leader of the people. And Soar, the leader of the believers. In the original story, like I just said, they were called cultists. Soar, you don't actually see in the original story. Um, you do meet one of the cultists who's trying to sabotage the observatory in the short story. And if, as far as I can recall, Sor is only mentioned by name. Uh, the original planet in the story, like I just said, had six sons. However, in the movie, it was shortened to three. Uh, this is something that the director was quoted as saying about science fiction when being interviewed about the film. I'm of the belief that in general, film is not a very good medium for science fiction. It's visual and therefore not very imaginative. Movies don't work well when it comes to picturing large landscapes and so forth. Film can only show you what exists, which, that which can be can already see without eyes. If you want to imagine a city in space, you have to build a model. And frankly, it looks like a model. Uh, which I don't agree with that. I think film is a very good, personally is a very good medium media for science fiction. I I don't think there's really a bad media for science fiction, to be honest with you um everything lends itself to the imagination that's my personal opinion well, uh,
1: I understand at the time probably it was a little bit differently because like the the CGI and a bunch of stuff that they uh, they didn't have the technology for it then now well, you even then have a good ton more now than you could then but well, I, mean, I mean that's what I'm saying I'm like I get the dude's point, but also at the same time, it's kind of like hit or ma- like doesn't really matter. No. Nah.
0: Well, the only reason I don't agree with it is because by this point, Star Trek's one and two had come out, Star Trek three and four, the Star Wars original trilogy had been made, and they they were really good with their special effects. So that's why I'm saying like I don't agree with it. Um, he also was quoted saying, "Nightfall was for me about a state of mind." not about a sequence of events. He later said about the film, I tried to present that in the terms of characters' lives and the way in which the film is constructed, which is not so much in dialogue as image. I intended the film to be about ways one can approach a life crisis. What do you do? Do you go mad? Do you become rational? Cowardly? Throw reasons to the wind? Do you try to figure it out? Do you suddenly become religious? This is a story where that sort of nervous breakdown in the society where these people live and how they cope with it. Um, The movie was filmed in Arizona in an architectural, sorry, I can't read, (laughs) architectural development called Acrosanti. This was located near Scottsdale and the Tonto National Forest. Oddly enough, the movie, it rained three weeks out of the five weeks they were shooting. Um And this is according to research that I saw on another video by Good Bad Flicks. Uh, he had mentioned that the director had from his research that the director had the characters not fear the coming nightfall in the and the oncoming apocalypse. Um, and again, I just reiterate this movie was recently on Good Bad Flicks. So if you want a more in-depth discussion and in history of this movie, I would definitely recommend seeing that video and it, it was actually the inspiration of want to watch this film and talk about it um this movie was actually made in 2000 remade in 2000 however i still want to do a rise from the dead segment or let it you know rise from the dead let it rest in peace or let it die because um even julie corman has said she'd like to see this remade with a bigger budget so i want to get your thoughts on it so this movie follows uh anton who's the lead astronomer and Leader of his people on the planet, which they never really referred to the planet by name, um, which is odd. And they in the the setting for this movie, as opposed to the story, which the story itself seems to be in a very 20th century um, location when it was written in the 40s. So I imagine they were using the technology that would be present in, say, 1941 uh, when this was written. Even though it takes place uh, on, pardon me. More need more caffeine before I start recording. <laughs> um, the the movie takes place in kind of like that post-apocalyptic, futuristic past type thing that a lot of fantasies movie find themselves in, and the this the actual story takes place in, I would say modern day. Early 20th century, like the 1940s uh, time technology level. That's the impression that I got when I read it. It takes place at a major university with a report. The main character is kind of a reporter who's doing a piece on the the eclipse that's going to happen because no, a lot of people didn't believe it was going to happen. And in this movie, they kind of have that same thing too, where only the believers believe it's going to happen. And in this. Story the believers are all blinded because of their belief in the night or whatever. I can't remember why they were blinded. Um honestly, I really didn't like the movie. The short story was a lot better, and we can we'll make fun of it here uh, well, in a little bit. I
1: mean, I'm just gonna get it out of the way. This needs to uh to die and be set in a fucking dumpster fire <laughs> because good lord, this movie. Because I I, I kind of got a good sense for it, like, at the beginning, where they were like, oh, yeah, but then, like, the chick that was kind of, like, half-naked that got out of the pool, right? Like, <laughs> why was she even in this shit?
0: Like, uh, she made, yeah, yeah, no one, none like, of the characters made like, sense.
1: I don't know where she came from, and you thought that that was, like, foreshadowing for later in the movie.
0: But and, no, it, it didn't it no, didn't end up no.
1: It <laughs> it's like he fucked her best friend or whatever and then they fought him and uh, fought each other.
0: No, that was it, his son. He Oh, Anton, that was supposed to be a Yeah, buddy? that was his son. So he sends he his son to he go get her.
1: over a lady? What
0: yeah. The hell? So her That's name right. I believe is Anna. Yeah. That's and, what
2: I was saying, Josh. This movie didn't make sense because it was like no. it started out with all this back and forth and i'm like okay where are we at what are we doing the 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 (laughs) couple of love scenes right at the beginning it's like what the shit are we even doing this for the
0: the 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 bare breasts wanted to add
2: the gratuitous nudity nudity yeah they just wanted to show off
0: her tits and well
2: and and that's what shocked me i'm like wait this was 1988 this was pg-13 they almost showed a dude's crotch the son's crotch when he got yeah, bit they, by the snake later on and I'm yeah, like they how was this
0: PG thirteen I'm like and I totally they, they almost and I totally, they almost totally. yeah they showed his like his uh his pubic hair but they they like almost showed the goods man like well like, that's the one so thing close that was
1: funny right was because I glanced away for a second and then I heard him screaming and then I glanced <laughs> back and then all and of a she's sudden, sucking the venom
2: like, out so of his weird. leg yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> at first i thought like something happened to his dick and she's like and she went after it right like she's like ah this is what you get you know and then i saw her <laughs> sucking on his leg and it's like what the fuck and then, uh, I and then i found the snake i was just like this is so fucking but, weird yeah it was like, weird because so like weird. later
2: on if you remember right after that and the snake he like through it or something and the girl reacted like she was the snake or some shit I mean it was like yeah. I don't understand this movie at all I didn't even get the premise right? I mean what, the, fuck was
1: what the hell was that I accidentally clicked <laughs> on something
2: sorry yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: but uh yeah uh it started off shit and I never grasped what the hell the story was really about <laughs> Like, Nightfall, well, I guess you're t- saying was an eclipse, but it was like, they showed the sun being really bright, fucking people up in in parts. They, they, and then that part where Roa, I think her name's Roa, right? The one yeah. that, that's from Superman. Uh, yeah. The hawk eating the eyes out. I mean...
0: That was, that was practical yeah. effect. They yeah, that literally... Like, she fuck? literally <laughs> stood there, or laid there, they put the shroud over her head, and they put food near her eyes and the the birds actually ate the food near her eyes as they were pecking her eyes out. There ain't no fucking way. Yeah, no. no. (laughs) Well it's the same
2: thing with the 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 snake crawling on that dude. You know that was real. Like the yeah somebody let let the snake crawl all over his leg. I mean at the same time it's you know they're gonna use non-venomous snakes but I still wouldn't want one crawling near my junk
0: <laughs> but and, i want uh, to know even i want to know but but, but, it was, but it young young was but it was purely like
2: oh. i didn't understand any of the sex scenes like why did they even have to yeah handle? they. just to
1: three three show her boobs i guess where it was like showing the different masks right
2: well at the beginning it didn't make sense though because it's like it went right into that and it was like Okay, there's no like build up to this. It's like it starts out there in a room and he, he throws her against the bed and then they start doing stuff. It's like, well, okay, and, who is this person? Like and Josh that's like her it's screaming
1: like, the whole time too.
2: Yeah, like, well yeah. I
1: was just like, What the fuck is this shit? I'm like, Well Whoa. and then the,
2: the great crystal swords, you know, that that they used and the sound oh, effects yeah. were great. You could tell this was
1: great out of like that they took out of like Walmart. Yeah, I think it's funny. They're like, this looks good and then grabbed it and, took, and put it in the movie. That's what well, it looked like. The
2: funny thing too is I say low budget and it was $2 million. I'm like, that's yeah,
0: like, Yeah, for like, a movie that's considered low budget. Um It was supposed to have if I remember correctly, this movie is supposed to have a $6 million budget. But it, uh, one of the backers like backed out of it, so it slashed the budget. Well, I mean, $4 it's million. good that
1: they fucking backed out of it because this movie was fucking dumb as this, shit.
0: It's this was...
1: the whole thing didn't make sense at the end of it. They're talking about I'm like the fucking what's the name the blonde uh, the blind guy Arlo yeah or that's whatever called, uh, or that's Thor Anton whatever
0: Anton's the leader of the people that aren't oh, believers.
1: Yeah, the village leader. Well, and anyway, yeah, the blind dude, right? The whole time. Sure. Like, oh yeah, the world's gonna end. Blah blah blah. And then eventually none of that shit
2: happens. Well it's funny, I took half the movie to realize he was blind.
1: Well, <laughs> at first, I thought he was.
2: At first, I thought he was just whacked out because he kept well, tapping on the rocks and shit. Yeah, and I'm like, what the, the fuck is he doing? There, I was like, Why like is do- what is
1: he doing? What is he doing? And then they found two dead bodies in the thing, and then I was like, what?
2: Yeah, it was like, They didn't explain.
1: The they didn't explain anything.
2: That's the
0: sad. Bro. That's the sad part because I I actually read the short story after watching this movie, and the short story for one is completely different. Now in in this movie they made Anton not afraid they made all the main characters not afraid and in the the short story they they kind of do fear what's coming because um it's a lot more uncertain in the short story the but, like but i said they
2: think they were going to that's what the part i didn't get with the whole movie did they think they were going to die when the
0: yeah they thought that humanity well humanity cuz they're on an alien planet they thought that their whole they're all going to be wiped out.
2: See, I didn't even get to be on an alien planet. I just yeah, it's, I, it's I mean, yeah,
0: cause they um the short story takes place you four know hours. That
2: you read the short story because the movie really
0: didn't the movie it. doesn't really explain it, but it's it's um I watched the video by Good Bad Flicks, which is like I said, what inspired to do this episode. So thanks, Cecil. Um, yeah, because
2: it jumped right <laughs> into just shit happening, and I'm like, okay, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, because
0: the short story is, is only like 20 pages. It's not very long. It was published in a magazine and um, sorry, air bubble takes place. Like I said, and I'm going to air quote modern times because obviously modern for us is 2021, but modern for the story, 1941, I would believe that their technology is equivalent. Uh, they have an observatory. They have large telescopes. They have cameras to take pictures of celestial, um, objects so they're trying to document what happens um and so what they did is they actually took a group of people and they built a safe house within the mountains which is something that Anton does throughout the movie which they do rather quickly uh, in the movie but in the in in the story it's established that they knew this was coming so they prepared and the reporter doesn't believe it's going to happen so he's reporting on it and he's like, well, you know, none of the—he's a non-believer. He doesn't believe the cultists.
2: The story to have the reporter because that guy wasn't even in the movie. It was like, no, he wasn't. Yeah, so and was, he
0: was a. And sorry, he, no, you're fine. If they had just made this closer to the original story, this would have been a better movie. The original story, like, I don't know if this is the greatest science fiction story of all time. It was voted on long before we know, were born.
2: You know what's funny though when you when you're talking about the short story what it reminds me of is final countdown with a with a freaking eclipse so instead I of never... so instead of but remember because martin sheen was like a like he wasn't a reporter but he was a guy that didn't uh, he was anyways it just kind of reminds me of that you know, oh
0: yeah yeah no I, yeah i got you but the reporter is the skeptic and so he's like well if you're right you know And if you're wrong, you know, I'll report on it and blah, blah, blah. And so he's like a newspaper, like they mentioned newspapers in this this thing. So this is a very metropolitan city with skyscrapers and large buildings and this this society. And it's not this like hut with crystal telescopes that can see into the heavens, but yet their swords are made out of crystal, like they have no refined steel. And so they, um, so they're they're watching the last four hours, and they the catch a cultist trying to sabotage sabotage the observatory. And the, he's he gives his word that he's not going to try anything. Uh, after they capture them, they subdue them, and then you come to, then you find out that sore the leader, who you never really see, has actually sent believers to scare the public. To come attack the observatory and so the public is coming to attack this uh, that could observatory. have all been
2: added into the
0: yeah and it, would, um, it
2: would have explained everything because yeah again it seemed like two pieces that were never kind of
0: no he took out no out a lot of meat of this and, story
2: and uh then ended even that way because it's like yeah. okay anton or wasn't that aton Acon,
0: I think, I think he shows it's it's up and
2: he just starts killing everybody. Um,
0: yeah, he, yeah, nobody, nobody uh, dies in the original story. Yeah, there's no sex. There's no, there's no, there's no weird living with the land girl named Anna who somehow the son wants to bang out of yeah. nowhere because well, he well, didn't care about her when she got captured, but well, all of a sudden he thing. wants to, he wants yeah. to bang yeah. her.
2: None of that was explained. Like he went to go get her for the dad. And then yeah. all of a sudden they're fucking.
0: Yeah, uh, he, he he fucks her and then he goes back to his wife, and then he's like, all of a sudden wants to leave his wife. So yeah, she must have had like, beer yeah. beer flavored nipples or some shit, because apparently this woman, except she for the townspeople.
2: He wasn't very attractive either. So it was like, What has she got? Is she it's like and like I said, that whole snake part didn't make sense when when he threw the snake and she kind of paralyzed or whatever.
0: Yeah and then she was part. and then she yeah and then she, it, was yeah, cause she was fine she was connected to the land so which had nothing to do with the original story this is this dude like i i mean i don't know much about this guy's career but cuz i didn't really care enough to look him up and i probably should that, have if i wanted is to be that thorough
2: Mayersburg guy
0: yeah let's click on his name real quick uh, he wrote okay that's he from wrote, 1990
2: it looks like he wrote books but he 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 did uh mostly screenplays.
0: Yeah, I don't I he could I think
2: he he, he, I've never even heard of.
0: Yeah, I never heard of any of this thing. I saw the last hammer and I'm like, which one? I'm like, oh from nineteen ninety. So
1: when you see this shit that you're like, oh, okay, then he probably sucked it, whatever he did.
0: Yeah, he butchered the original story. Like the (laughs) like like I said, I don't know if I consider the original story like the greatest sci-fi story ever told. Um, that's a matter of opinion, if you read it. I But it was it was interesting. And do you mind if I spoil how it ends?
1: Uh, no, I don't care.
0: So this is... All right. So this is a spoiler alert for the, the 10 people that listen to this podcast. I'm going to spoil it. The movie ends... Well, the movie ends kind of like... Just kind of ends. And... That... And then... But it, it ends with more of a positive outcome yeah um aton killed his son and this son's wife killed the lover and then i think aton fought somebody else i can't remember i'd have to go back and watch yeah he kills he kills he kills sore yeah he throws him off a cliff um and some of the townspeople do go crazy when
2: the by spinning him with the rope
0: yeah, he spins it with a rope and he falls he's off like, the edge. Where the
1: fuck do you think you're at now? And he's like, oh, shit. He, he like
0: oh he shit. wily he wily coyotes him off the edge of a cliff. And the the, the short story ends with people attacking the observatory and they're, they're trapped inside. The main characters, the reporter, um, Aton, and the different there's different characters with different names. And they they actually all the characters in the short story have way more character than the characters in this movie who you sat with an hour and a half with um, the, they sit there looking at the darkness falling. And then all of a sudden they see a bunch of light in the background and it's the people burning the city. Mm -hmm. So it ends kind of on a dark note, like they're burning down the city. So they are destroying their civilization. But it's because they're actively destroying it. It's not because the darkness... They believe that... the In the story short story, they believe the darkness is going to cause insanity because no one's ever seen the darkness. So it causes some sort of claustrophobia, and that's what drives them mad, and they destroy the city.
1: Yeah, the only I, thing that I figured out of this Nightfall movie was that it seems like... The night only went down a certain time. They didn't really say anything, but like that's what I was assuming, especially knowing that uh, all but like maybe 20 minutes of the movie was like in light.
0: Yeah, the last 20 so, minutes is when it got dark yeah, outside.
1: And- yeah, and like that's what threw me off because why. I'm like, it doesn't
2: get dark ever. Like,
1: yeah, well, yeah, what I'm saying it's like the whole time to me too. I was like, what is put. Like the dude that hung himself, I'm like, what was so bad with the the darkness that made you want to kill yourself? Like, I don't under, like I, I would be like, okay, they're fighting each other, or shit's coming out of the fucking. I'm like, you know, if it's you a know, horror movie, I get like, demons. I get what you're saying. I think people, the
2: pre- hey, Josh, I think the premise though too is you know, it's kind of alluding to this cultist type religion type stuff yeah it's because like the if, fear of the unknown because if you yeah. if you well think about these like wh- remember back when waco happened and there's even what's that dude that went down to brazil jim jones or something anyways that made all those people drink that shit that killed them all
0: yeah, oh, where we like, get the firm. The it's where we get to, yeah, it's where we get the term drinking the Kool-Aid. Yeah, it's from so, that mass suicide.
2: Yeah, so I mean that's what I think that's kind of what it was kind of alluding to was that stupid shit where people believe in stuff and they think they're going to die so they're going to Anyways. Anyway. Um, yeah, so
0: like but you know like, it's, if they it,
2: anyhow. That's
0: just... No, you're no, I get well, what you're I'll saying cuz like, you're not yeah. wrong. Because if they had just, like, remained calm and the cultists... In the short story, the cultists kind of, like, kind of instigate everything with the end. So if the cult had not just... Because they want the end of the world to happen. And they kind of do in this... They kind of do here, too. Because you notice they kind of cut the the kites that are causing the solar power inside the cave. Because they create light crystals. For some some reason
2: Yeah, that all tripped me out too. And just like that thing they yeah. made with the sound at the beginning, that one girl that was running around with Aton, the yeah. young girl, Anyway, That oh. had that little assembly that looked like a piece of shit put together yeah. model that my her, 12-year-old her little, make her little the, uh, musical Yeah, yeah, yeah the, it's
0: the Yeah, supposedly it's a it's a measuring device for the eclipse, but yet she she First presents it as like it's a musical instrument and the weird thing is in the original story they used they used regular technology they had cameras they had real telescopes like it was an observatory not this not this like telescope looking thing over a circle of dirt with three marbles representing the three suns like and it's
2: Or, or, or weren't there six suns in the story or something
0: yeah, there were six and it it opens with the fifth sun going down and all that's left is the last sun beta. And they it was something they didn't address in the movie that they kind of address in the story is that with the suns going away because they're being blocked, the temperature's dropping. And See, they don't
2: they again that would make sense because that's like even in today's day and age that would kind of be something that yeah. they would talk about with like like, if something happens to the sun today, like here, right, the we would the, the climate would definitely change.
0: <laughs> the, the climate would change. And, yeah, it snows at the end, but that comes out of nowhere. Not once do they mention the temperature changing. They, they show the wind pickup, but they don't do anything to denote that it's getting colder. And in the story, the short story, they mention that it's getting colder. Like, Aton, I think, mentions it uh, when they're talking because – there's like a psychologist that's in one of the characters. There's a couple of other scientists. There's Aton. He's not the leader of the people in the short story. He's just the head scientist, the head astronomer. So he's the one in charge of the observatory. So then they make him this like village leader. And apparently he's a shitty village leader because the people revolt to take his, his let's call her a toy because that's what they treated her as. Not that saying women are toys, but that's what they both treated her as. She was an object of bang. That's all. Yep, yep. They were obsessed. She was an obsession. So they deal the and then they take, they revolt against him to kidnap her. And then that's what I don't get about his son wanting to bang her all of a sudden because the, he stood there and did nothing when the people took her away. And his dad, Eitan, even points it out in the movie You did nothing to stop them. And then he wants to leave his wife for her all of a sudden. Yeah, it's, let's go bang. It's like you know, it's, it's, it's it's like a
1: pussy man. It's
0: Obviously like this movie was, mm. I guess, to like and she's like, no, let's go. No, I can't go. I have to stay here. Did you, you to do what to get stabbed later in the movie by the the white Et- Aton son's wife. It's so stupid. It doesn't make any sense. It's like, we need action. Not every movie has to have action in it. Not every sci-fi piece needs an action element. If they would
1: have cut that shit out and then just had the night part of the thing uh, happen earlier, and then they would have had more chaos in there, where it didn't seem like, oh, it's night. Oh, okay, everybody worry. Oh my god.
0: I think what they... And this is going to lead into my choice of rise. One of the I chose rise from the grave, you know, let it die, rest in peace. Uh, definitely not rest in peace because this movie sucks. Now I don't hate any movie that I've watched. You'll never hear me say I hated this film, but this film was severely disappointing. Um, I actually expected a little bit more of it. Um, to be honest with you, it's this movie could have been a great introspective piece, as which the short story is like, how do you face the end of the world? That's what the short story is talking about. How do you face the end? What you perceive as the end and this movie, they kind of like gloss over it a little bit and they sit there. The only thing they didn't do was sing Kumbaya as the snow started to fall. And this movie was, this movie's terrible. I wouldn't even call it so bad that it's good. Like nothing really there's, I don't think this movie has anything redeeming about it. Like it's just not a good movie. Um, and I'm usually the one who says, yeah, give it a shot. You know, if it's your sort of thing, this one, I, you know, this was remade in 2000 and um, I haven't watched that one obviously, but it did get a remake by Roger Corman again in 2000. I think it was direct to video uh, to be honest with you. Um, I honestly didn't care enough to look into it. I know that sounds bad, but um, this movie wasn't really impressive. The, the, the short story. I would say read the short story. If if you if you're curious about the concept, find the short story. I found it online. Buy a copy of it. I would actually go and say buy a copy of the short story because it actually is kind of interesting to have in here. It's a good it's a good story. The short story is really good. And later on, an author and I don't remember if Asimov worked with him. I'd have um, they do talk about this in the video that I mentioned earlier. They talk about this too. They actually took the short story and expanded it into a novel so i would even say go check that out if you're curious about something good to come of this story because the concept in and of itself isn't bad it's just this paul myersberg kind of just took a huge shit on something that should have been really thought-provoking and really made you think and good sci-fi when it has a good message does make you think yeah you know, we all like movies that... Oh,
1: good movies, period.
0: Good yeah. movies. You know, a good movie... I like to be entertained when I watch a movie. Now, that doesn't mean I've never watched anything that makes me think. That doesn't mean that I never saw a documentary and I turned it on and I watched it. I've seen several documentaries just because of like, oh, this seems like an interesting topic. Let me learn about this. Um, if you want a good doc- documentary, watch The Death of the Electric Car. That is about the electric car from the 1990s and how California it screwed over the electric car industry. Uh, true story. And so, and a lot of the times when I watch movies, I do watch for escapism. I'm not going to lie. I want a good movie. I want to escape from whatever is going on in my life for two hours, or I just want to either, you know, I want to have fun. I want to enjoy what I do. And I'm sorry. I've been talking a lot in this episode and not kind of hogging it, but I'll let you guys say your piece too. Um, this, like I like to watch stuff for escapism, like i said. I really do. But I think a good story can still give you that escapism and still give you something to think about or something to discuss. Now, I'm not saying that that's, you know, it's not mutually, benef- uh, mutually exclusive to science fiction. I think any type of movie could do that. I think any movie with the right character mix, the right dialogue, the right premise. And this had the right premise. Um, the short story is very good proof of that. And the the short story takes place in the observatory. It does not leave the observatory. You see, you hear what's going on outside. You see it from the windows, but it does not leave the observatory. The whole story takes place there because that's where it needed to take place. Um, The people watching, watching as the suns fall. And the short story is far, far, far superior. Like it's one of those arguments where a lot of people say the book is better. In this it's true in this instance the short story is a lot better it the movie the Paul Marisberg script really failed the concept I get you have to make some changes for adaptations for budgets script to screen and this is another reason why I don't agree with him because this the part that makes this sci-fi is it's on an alien planet with six suns that are that are setting that are being eclipsed um that's that's the sci-fi aspect but how we face things in life is very human and so there's a very human part of this story and so there's a lot of stuff to really connect to and i think this movie lets it all down because i didn't care about any of the damn characters really um i mean i guess i didn't want Aton to die because he was the main character but only because he was the main character not that i gave two shits about him um and I wanted, to, actually, I wanted Sarah Douglas to live only because I like Sarah Douglas and not because of her character, except for the fact that she didn't really do anything wrong in this. Um, she was just, she just began to follow the, I'm going to still call them the cultists because that's what they were in the original story. And this one, they're just called believers. So, um, anyway, that's my, that's kind of like my thoughts of this film. I guess there's really no final thought segment, but, um, Josh and Jeremy, do you have anything else you'd like to add before I know Josh already said let it die, but before we do the rest in peace aspect?
2: I kind of let my ship be known earlier this movie and you've kind of reiterated it. I don't really have anything extra. This movie was horrible. And it was actually Yeah, and and you know, I, I said previously that, you know, I didn't know if I could see anything worse. This was probably no, this... one. This was one of the worst I've watched, and I'm talking. Yeah. I'm talking about horror, any genre. This is probably one of the worst movies I've this, seen.
0: This movie was really stupid. So like... you're
1: saying that this movie was worse than Annabelle? Um, I mean, <laughs> I
2: mean,
0: yeah, at least great there great was to, a premise. At least there was a premise
2: with Annabelle, and I understood it. This movie, yeah. I didn't grasp the entire way. I mean, it was like an hour and a half of what the hell did I just watch? And yeah. what you know, same thing with Tusk. Tusk was a bad movie in my opinion, like I've told you before. But the premise was understood. Like, yeah, this. <laughs> you know, this, it's this movie. I didn't understand what the point of the movie was, and it, and again, I, I would have had to have read the short story to even know what this movie was mm-hmm. about, and that's pretty yeah, bad.
1: You, well, yeah, I mean, you shouldn't it, have it to read a screenplay based off of the damn short story. It would have probably been a much better film. Just you
0: could have me. done because they this could is
1: have a, just done exactly what they did in the short story. And they could just, have done what they uh, yeah, they uh, could have done the short out.
0: story and maybe expanded it out instead of being like the last four hours, make it the last day or two. Um, so that way yeah. you have time to introduce your main characters. You have, inter- you have time to introduce the safe house for some of the society we're so it carries about on. This
1: from just movie fan perspective. We're all, yeah, we don't even do the jobs, and we're like, "What the fuck, dude? Really?"
0: Yeah, like we're just so disappointing. Shorts,
1: I don't like watching movies where I'm just like, "Fuck, that's an hour and a half that I'm not getting back."
0: That's why, like, when people tell me, like, when people say, "Well, they wrote a companion book that you have to read," I call bullshit. You shouldn't have to read a companion piece or crossover events or countdown events, like with star Trek, 2009, um, which I did actually like star Trek, 2009, but anyway, but the example is you shouldn't have to read countdown to introduce Nero, to understand fucking Nero in 2000, star Trek, 2009, you shouldn't have to read the book about star Trek, Picard before Picard comes out. You should, it should be explained within the series or the movie. You shouldn't have to read an outsource outsource material to understand the premise. And honestly, I think if you all read the short story, I think you would have understood the premise a lot better. You probably would have had an even less opinion of this movie because the book, I think, and this goes into where I think this should rise from the grave, not the movie itself, but they should adapt the actual short story. Stay faithful to the source material or adapt the novel that's where and that's where i that's where i stay on this this, this and i would actually was...
2: agree with that piece i don't think it should rest in peace because it was a shit movie but i don't think it was what was the other one let it Properly die made.
0: it's uh um, rise from the grave. This should rise from the grave, but only the story yeah, itself not this I, actual yeah, movie
2: yeah i i would agree with what you said i i don't think either of the other two options are valid
0: No, because like if they readapted the whole story, you could have it take place because you got to establish the world. So the short story is great as a short story. Um, But if you want to turn the film, yeah, you do have to expand it. Uh, Let's take a look at the novel. Maybe the novel does that. But if we're just looking at the 20 page short story and I say it's 20 pages because the the version I found due due to formatting was only 20 pages. So I guess it would matter the format you found it in. 20 pages. Okay, you have to establish the main city that they're in. Okay, so you show some establishing shots. You show the, the height of their civilization. You show their technology. You show the people. You show the believers. Maybe you do show Sora talking, or I keep wanting to say Sora, it's Sora, talking to his believers about, and call them cultists. That's what they're called in the original story. Call them what they are. The, the They talk about the Book of Revelations, That's what they call their book. Carry that over in the Christian Bible. We have the book of revelations. So like it, it's, it's a piece about the end and that's fine. Show the people's show the people at the height of their civilization. I'm using air quotes and their technology show them having computerized observatories where they have the huge telescope and the cameras that take a picture of the skies. And they talk about how no one's ever seen stars and how they're they're kind of like they're kind of like an urban legend or myth and stuff like that. And two of the astronomers go recreate what they think stars are going to look like by punching holes in a roof. And you don't see it, but maybe you could open up the movie with showing that part of their experiment. And exp- um, talk about talk they talk about an amusement park. So they have amusement parks. So this is very. 20th century time period that this technology takes place. Um, They talk about amusement park and how there was a ride that simulated darkness and people died and got scared, um, became PTSD and stuff. You could have, and that's the psychiatrist talks about that because he was involved with that case that they kind of hushed it up because they didn't want to scare the people. So talk about that stuff, introduce all that stuff. Show the reporter, show the reporter getting the assignment and selling the idea to his editor, because he kind of talks about being he's written several pieces show um, show someone reading an article that he wrote about the scientists talking about the prediction of the end of the world. There's there's a lot of world building they could have done. And I'm sorry that I'm going on a tangent. And there's a lot of stuff they could have done to make this better. I understand they're only doing dealing with a two million dollar budget. Uh when sci-fi does usually run expensive. If you can't do the, the movie right, maybe just don't do the movie at all. To be, you know, like if you can't do the right budget, don't do it. Because I, I think the setting of the fantasy setting that it was in doesn't I don't think it works. I think I I don't care for it. I think maybe like early 20th century time setting, this movie was filmed in the 80s you probably could have had it take place in an alien worlds where to their technology was equivalent to the 1980s. And that could have saved you on the budget. And you probably could have told a more faithful story.
2: Yeah. So, with, so, so Joe, with that being said, what are we talking about next time?
0: I haven't thought about that yet.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> I, I haven't thought about that. The, to be honest with you, because I actually just need to get some look, uh, find some do it. Cause I, we've been doing a lot of modern stuff. And like I said, I was inv- inspired by the good black, good, bad flicks video, because the guy who did the video and I hashtag not sponsored by this guy. Um, he actually does a real good job of going to the history of the making of the film and the story. But I wanted to talk about my opinion after watching it. And I wanted to talk about y'all's opinions. Um, I wish Steve could have been here because I like to really like to have heard what he'd have to say about this. Um, and I even told him that earlier today I meant I talked to him about it. Uh, really. Go check out his video if you guys are if you like sci fi. Um, I don't know what I want to do next. Um, I'll probably take a few days to think about it. Um, the reason I was kind of entering back into older stuff was, again, this video kind of inspired it, but. We've kind of gotten away from the rise from the grave, you know, rise from the grave, let it die. And I kind of like that aspect of talking about older sci-fi. But, you know, we don't do it when we talk about newer stuff because, A, it's too new or, B, it's fine. It doesn't need to be remade. It's, kind of like, it's
2: good just to add in newer stuff because I think that'll pick up some people just to, you know, because, well, you know, I wanna you want to s- increase your...
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. I want more people to listen, but I want, you know, I want people who enjoy movies to listen, sci-fi. Um, you know, we did the outside the graveyard for when my grandmother passed. So, I mean, that's, that's always something we could do down the line as a special. Um, but I haven't really looked at any sci-fi actually there is one I kind of want to do. And I've seen a lot of people talk about it, but I don't know if I want to do it next. Um, I want to talk about the movie life force because I kind of want to see it. It's like space vampires.
2: <laughs> so, we'll see. Have you thought about like the abyss or Leviathan or one of those type things?
0: um I haven't thought about the abyss, and I haven't seen that movie. God, I saw that movie back in the nineties when it was on TV. Because I know like,
2: El- Elaine was mentioning that one, and she said if we watched that one, that she would join that one.
0: The abyss, or yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Can, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean Whenever, I'm
2: not... not saying, not saying you have to. I'm just throwing it out there as an option down the road. Because it is an older one. I mean, it came out in the '80s, right? So it's fairly old. Um, there
0: was, yeah, it came out. Uh, the Abyss, what? Ni- late '80s, early '90s. I think I watched it in the '90s. Yeah, 1989. Um, we could always do The Abyss. Wasn't that a James Cameron movie? Uh, I think so. I think it yes. Was James Cameron. Wrote and directed it. Yeah, I remember that movie. I remember liking that movie. Um, how long is it? Good God. Oh, it's so it's two hours. Yeah, I figured it was gonna be two and a half hour long. It's James Cameron. Um, that would be a good science fiction movie because it does deal with um aliens, which is weird because they list it as an adventure drama and mystery. Hey, it released on my tenth birthday. Um Hey, we just saw uh, something uh, out
2: there. You don't No, have you're do fine. I you know, just giving you thoughts and ideas on stuff down the road. I know there was one of the ones we grew up watching. So.
0: Yeah, I grew up watching that too. Um, there's, I actually, I don't know why I haven't thought about it. I did kind of <laughs> think about looking up the vampire, Vamp- Vamp- I can't say her name now. Vampira. Vampira, yeah. There's a movie based on her, and that's actually kind oh, of. I don't think um,
1: I've seen that either.
0: There it is. It's got. Is this the right one? No, that's 1956. Um, who was in it? Oh, that's right. Ta- the girl uh, Talia Soto from Mortal Kombat was in it. And this takes. This was made in 1996. I kind of want to do this one because I was watching something about the character today. And I was like, now I want to see this movie. And sometimes doing the podcast or some of these sci-fi films, I do get inspired by other things that I watch. And it's because I'm always looking for ideas. And sometimes it helps motivate me to watch a movie that I would never like. Watch decide just to, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and yeah Vamp- Vampir vampirilla is basically i don't know how it is in the movie but she's an alien from a world called draculon and i never knew this about the character oh, i actually just God. recently learned this yes. yeah it's you know she's a pulp character from way back in the day Dude, and
1: enjoy, uh, i'm hoping that i enjoy this though
0: <laughs> it's, i think it's gonna be super cheesy so I I guess um, the three on the the next. So this is how we'll do this. Let's I'm gonna see if I can find uh, oh it's available on. Let's see let's see where this is available. I uh, got yeah. if we can find Vampirella, we'll do it. Or if I can find a way to watch it for us to watch it. Uh, let's do the let's add the Abyss to the list because I'm always open for suggestions. Yeah, and we can do. I kinda wanna do um Vampirilla. And there was another one I was thinking of, but now it's just kind of escaped yeah, me.
1: I think that uh, means Vampirella. I
0: think that's Vampirella, yeah. I can't I can't talk. Um Vampirella. Where the hell is this movie? I'm trying to see if it's on any streaming service. If not, then we if we any, won't be able to do but, it.
1: Like I couldn't even find it on Amazon to watch. Like to buy? They don't even have it to buy.
0: Yeah, she. It's it's not what? available. Um, let's check. Fudu. I wish like someone like DC or someone would buy her. Then it would be on like HBO Max or something. Um, we can do the Abyss next. Honestly, Jeremy, we can do that one next. Because I haven't thought of anything sure, yet. I
1: haven't seen that movie in a while too. So sure cool. hold well, on? God damn, yeah. that's going to be a hard one to find.
0: Yeah, so I'll I'll look for it, but we'll do, we'll do, we'll plan on doing the Abyss next. So, right. um,
2: I'll let Elaine know, because she, she, okay. she'll, she'll, I think, she, all, men- oh, she yeah, mentioned God. that, she mentioned that to me, um, previously, so.
0: Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll, oh, it's on YouTube.
1: Oh
2: really? Oh, well, <laughs> it's on YouTube and that's dope. <laughs> the Vampirella uh, one? Is that we're talking? Yeah, about? I
0: think so. Um, I'll check it out and make sure this is actually it. Um, but um, so it's going to be on YouTube. Well, how long's it been? It's been on here for four, almost four years, so it's probably not going anywhere. Um, yep. So we'll do the abyss next, and then if this is actually the movie, then we'll do Vampirilla No Joe. Okay, yeah, it looks like it's the movie. Her costume looks like the pictures. Um, no, okay, so it's got subtitle. It, oh, okay, so that's the two story. I'm rambling now. So we'll go ahead and end it here. Thanks for listening, um, everyone. Uh, thanks for listening to this episode of Sci Fi Graveyard. If you've read the short story, you know, reach out to us on our social media. We will, of course, list those at the end of the podcast. And for you to follow, if you're not following, check us out. We do Sci-Fi Graveyard every other Monday. It's released, so check us out on where you listen to your podcast. I think I am now on iHeartRadio. I do have to check that. I did try to go set that up. But uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, stuff like that.
2: Yeah, I believe I Uh, validated that. We're all on iHeart now, all of our podcasts, except for Stevens. He hasn't. Uh, I don't think yeah. added his, but all the other ones are there.
0: All right. Very cool. So check out wherever you get your podcast, And if you like what you hear, if you have an idea of a movie we'd like to talk about, e- email us or message us on our social media. Again, all those social medias will follow. And thank you all for listening, for Jeremy and Josh. I just want to wish you all a good day and have a wonderful day. And thank you for listening to Sci-Fi Graveyard. Bye.
1: Peace.
2: See ya.
0: We'd like to thank you for listening to this week's episode of Sci-Fi Graveyard. If you like what you hear, please check out some of our other podcasts as hosted by The Heart of Geek, that is Morbid Instinct, Wrestling with the Willies, and Scream Creeps. You can follow us on social media. We are at The Heart of Geek on Twitter, The Heart of Geek on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. And when we do stream, it's not very often. We are just Heart of Geek. Again, thank you for listening, and we hope to catch you next time.